Welcome to a brand new episode of Nerd Empire Wrestling, guys. I'm your host, Jose Jimenez, and I'm back, baby. I'm back with a brand new episode for you guys. Crazy week. SummerSlam came and went. Uh, we had, had some great performances, some great costumes by some of the guys at uh, SummerSlam, uh, which we're going to get into a little bit here. Uh, we had the appearance of The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Something that he's been working on for a while, kind of came back, came to fruition, came to life, answered a lot of questions that we had. Um, we also had a great um, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. I know uh, a lot of people kind of felt that it was lackluster. There wasn't no call-ups for, um, from NXT yet, so let's, let's see what goes down during the TV tapings. Uh, I know some belts also changed hands during the TV tapings for uh, NXT. They had a great takeover that weekend. Um, we got some new signees also on NXT that I would like to talk about a little bit. Um, for a lot of you people who are big in the indie game, my boy Austin Theory has made his way to NXT. I mean, I saw this coming from a, for a while ago. Uh, I, I've, I've even told all my friends, I've even told my, my brother Gene, I was like, bro, let me tell you something right now. Austin Theory is going to be the next big thing. Hands down, the kid's like what, twenty something years old. Great physique, awesome in the ring. I mean, Mike, his Mike skills are getting better and better each day. Uh, right now, he's tearing it up on Evolve, and you know, it, I think with the um, with the Evolve pay per view that he uh, not pay per view, but the Evolve show that was on the WWE Network, I think that solidified him of him signing with NXT. I think his match. With J.D. Drake is what put him over the top. I think a lot of people were like, wow, this kid, this kid is pretty good. And the world got to experience Austin Theory and how good he's been. I know that he's not a huge indie name, but he's, he's a pretty big name. You know, I know he's not up there with like the Pentagons and the, uh, and the you know, the Phoenixes and the, you know, the Bucks. The, you know, the you know, names, go, names go on when it comes to indie wrestling. But um, he's, he's, he's one of the names when you talk about guys on in the actual circuit who are who are going to be big names either in the WWE or AEW and I think WWE was kind of seeing the writing on the wall with him and they said let's jump on this now because if AEW sneaks in and signs him we're going to regret this later on and I think it was a really really big pickup by WWE and adding Austin Theory to the NXT uh to the NXT roster I think he's going to do some amazing things I'm even going to go on a limb here, man. I know people are going to give me shit, but I also want to hear what you guys think about this. But I think Austin Theory one day will hold a North American title and he will also hold the NXT World Heavyweight Championship. Not at the same time, but I think he will have both belts. And I think he's going to be one of the biggest names in NXT history. I think he's going to have that kind of impact. The way Johnny had, the way Adam Cole has had, the way Ricochet has had, the way Finn Balor has had, Shinsuke Nakamura, Samoa Joe, the name goes on. I think, you know, one day we're going to throw his name in that list as uh, Austin Theory being one of the biggest names and one of the biggest signees in NXT history. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, to seeing what he's going to do moving forward now that he's signed over to NXT. I think that's, that's a big signing, guys. Uh, you guys don't understand how happy I am for him. I've been watching him through for the years now. I'm evolving. I've been watching him in other indie promotions. He has come to my town a few times and uh, wrestled there for some small promotions like Pro Wrestling Magic. He's also wrestled for uh, Wrestlers Laboratory. 
like you know and, and he's, he's paid his dues guys and I think he's gonna be he's gonna be a big name and I know he didn't get a big pop in Toronto I think in my point of view Toronto is a good wrestling city but they do not know about Austin Theory the way a lot of people up here in the East Coast know him and know the kind of value he brings and what he's really gonna do over on uh, uh, NXT TV but uh, you know I think he's going to do great things, guys. But, you know, let, feel free to let me know what you guys think about Austin Theory and um, how you guys feel and see what kind of impact he's going to have on the uh, NXT roster. But um, as of right now, guys, I, I think that's a great signing. But I also want to hear how you guys feel about the signing of Austin Theory on, on NXT. But, yeah, just to talk a little bit about the whole weekend of SummerSlam. You know, I think it was a great weekend. Uh, in my point of view... I still feel NXT TakeOver stole the weekend, hands down. Uh, I still think they had the biggest impact that they usually do. Uh, But SummerSlam was pretty good. Pretty good. We saw the uh, Universal title change hands. Brock took the loss to Seth Rollins in in a really good match, actually. You know, uh, Brock sold for Seth. Sold well. Had a a great story building up to the actual match on SummerSlam. And I think they, uh, they capitalized on that momentum and... Had a great overall match. I think he sold well. I think they told a great story. And I think they, they did the right thing by putting the belt back on Seth. And um, and having him put the belt back on television as the Universal Champ. But, you know, now with, with, with Brock losing, we all have that, you know, that question burning in our brains. Like, what's next? Does he come back? Does he make his way over to SmackDown when they sign that big, when they move over to Fox after that big Fox deal? Or uh, somebody else steps in. And I know we saw uh, AJ going after the title with the club. I think that's something that they can work out. I think that'll be a big feud after their their singles match that they had. Uh, Or do we see Braun Strowman finally, finally step into the picture and and, um, grab a belt? I mean, let's talk about that for a little bit, guys. Like Braun Strowman, like, come on. You may tell me that Braun Strowman did not deserve a belt a few years ago with the biggest buzz that he had. Uh, how many times did he face Brock? Four or five times? And didn't even sniff the belt? He won money in the bank, had a failed cash-in against Roman because of the shield. Uh, he lost to Brock at Royal Rumble. I mean, the guy has been dealt shitty-ass cards since he uh, became a big name, a big household name over on WWE. I think, personally, eventually AJ Styles will get the belt. I think we might even see an AJ Styles Seth Rollins WrestleMania match next year for the Universal title. That's my prediction. But I don't know how you guys think about it. I'm just giving you guys what my thoughts are. I think we're definitely going to see that match again. I think that match lived up to all this hype when they did it the first time. But uh, I think that's the money match. Do I think Braun Strowman gets the title eventually? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, uh, right now, I'm, I'm up in the air. I think. Not saying this is a bad time, but I think this is a time right now where if you do want to make a, a really big splash for this upcoming WrestleMania in Tampa, you got to keep the belt on Seth or put the belt on AJ. I think the, the buzz that he's having with the club, it's it's unbelievable him having, the, you know, the U.S. title and also the club having the tag titles. Imagine, you know, he pulls a heel move and do something similar to what Seth did a, uh, a few years back at SummerSlam where he defeated Cena and got the U.S. title and also was the World Heavyweight Champ. Imagine that, all the belts on Raw with the club. Holy 
shit. That would be incredible. Every single major belt, singles belt belonging to, to AJ Styles and then the tag titles on the club. I mean, that would be a dream come true for me, uh, personally. I think that'll be something that puts the club way over than what they are now. And I think it would, you know, it would do wonders for a feud between Seth and, uh, and AJ moving into uh, WrestleMania if they decide to pull the trigger on that. But I don't think it's time for right now for Braun to get the title. I think Braun's time came and went. I would like to see Braun maybe capture a mid-card title, maybe the U.S. title. Why not? Why not have him defeat AJ for the U.S. title and then have him you know, do an open challenge every single week, you know, the monster, you know, the U.S. title, you know, the open challenge like Cena used to do, but kind of make a catchy name for it, you know, where the monster defends the U.S. title every single week and gets somebody in the back, and every week there's an open challenge for it, and he just crushes everybody who comes out the back. I think that'll be a great little thing for for Braun to build some momentum and build, uh, build some wins up with that title. I think the U.S. title will fit him perfectly as one of, you know, one of his first major titles, I think eventually Braun will catch her a, a big title soon in regards to maybe Universal or maybe a World Heavyweight Championship over on SmackDown or maybe the IC. Who knows? But I think the U.S. title is in his picture, and I think that's something that he should grab. And I just think it would it just fits, man. It's a match made in heaven. Braun every single week having an open challenge, maybe fighting two guys, maybe fighting one, or, you know, big names coming out. You can even do some some crazy stories with him with the whole you know i know years ago they did ray mysterio as a giant killer you can imagine they call up johnny and they do that with him you know have johnny take uh take the belt off braun in a, in a giant killer way i'm you know i'm just throwing ideas to the wall to see what sticks but i think uh that'd be my prediction on what titles is going to go where i think braun like i said earlier will get the u.s title i think aj might defeat seth and get the um the universal title or aj might just keep both singles belt with the club and their tag titles and run raw for the next couple months till WrestleMania comes around the corner or Royal Rumble. But I think it's going to be an exciting time over at Raw. I think Raw is becoming a really good show again. Um, SmackDown has taken a little bit of a hit, but we, we have to wait and see when they're moved to Fox and they go to Friday night to see how that's all going to play out. But, you know, just to, just to talk a little bit about SummerSlam, I'm not going to go crazy and just dissect every single match. Uh, I know I gave my prediction on it. it. It was a great card. I felt like it was missing a lot of big stars. Uh, you know, it, it, it was, for me, it was sad not seeing Roman. It was sad not seeing Samoa Joe, CN. You know, I want to see those guys on the card, man. I want to see those guys have matches. Those guys deserve to be on the card with a, with a, with a big significant feud or a big match. I, I want to see Ray. I, I think a lot of names were left off the roster Uh for SummerSlam that I was a little disappointed about. It was a portion where I got kind of, you know, sleepy. I'm going to be honest. I was a little disinterested. I, I think the the Charlotte match with Trish was, it was, it was all right. I could have lived without it. You know, AJ and Ricochet, I feel like that's run his course. Uh, I think Ricochet had a great showing. I think he looked amazing uh, with the uh, with the homage to Nightwing. I thought that was a great, great suit. I know I, I try to get some feedback on how people felt about ricochet with the actual outfit and a lot of people you know were were not happy they felt that he should have just wore it without the bodysuit he should just wore it with the black gloves the pants and no shirt the way he wore it in uh on monday at raw he should have just you know he should have just went that route instead of wearing the actual complete bodysuit it just didn't fit him right I, I don't felt it looked right i mean to me in my personal opinion i think it looked amazing he wanted to try something different and you know just to see how it works i i you know no harm no foul on my end but a lot of my friends and a lot of people that I've uh, that I respect 
when it comes to their opinions on um, pro wrestling, they felt that he should have never had the outfit on. So, you know, uh, you know, it, it could have went both ways, but I still felt they had a great match. But I think that that feud's run its course. Uh, I, I don't, I don't want to see it again. If they, if it does happen again, I feel like it should have more of a meaning without the club being ringside helping AJ out. But I love how they pay homage to uh, the match that um, Amazing Red had with Seth, where he tried to do the corkscrew off the top rope, and he got caught in a Styles Clash. I think that's that's amazing. Now that you know AJ's using the uh, the Styles Clash back as his finisher, but catching guys in in any position possible and hitting them with that Styles Clash, I think that's amazing. I I love to see the phenomenal form as the setup, the way he usually do it into the Styles Clash. So. Uh, I think that was a great way to finish the match. I think it, it gave it that exclamation point that it needed to uh, to finish out that feud. That this is the 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 end between Ricochet and AJ, and AJ moves on to bigger, better things. Like I said earlier, possibly a uh, Universal Title match or in the Universal Title picture. But um, yeah, you know, uh, you know, talked about Charlotte and Trish. I thought that was okay. Uh, but my match of the night, I think everybody, you know, there's no. There's no surprise on that. The Fiend against Finn Balor. Like, holy shit, did that match have everything. And, and let me start by saying, I'm pretty sure I'm speaking for every pro wrestling fan out there. Who is not excited about Bray Wyatt as The Fiend? Like, holy shit. He came out with the lantern with the Bray Wyatt face cut out into the lantern. With the mouth open, with the light on it. You know, The Fiend entrance music. The whole let me in, the mask, even the match, like where he was, you know, kind of having an out-of-body experience where he's trying to rip the face off. He's trying to take it off and trying to, you know, go back to his old self and his knives like he's possessed inside of it. But I, I love the touch that Finn put on it. I, I don't know if you guys paid attention to that. Finn came out in all white. It's kind of good versus evil, you know, the man against the, the demon, you know, against the entity good versus evil it kind of reminded me of when sean and taker fought it was good versus evil with the whole white kind of come to heaven moment i think you know uh finn tried to play that out a little bit and i thought that was a great idea but it was great seeing finn scared you know seeing him not you know not know how to react to the unknown something that he's not familiar with and, and i think this sets up a great great few later on if finn um if this, if they do decide to do this with Finn after his layoff for the next couple months, to to come back and maybe see the Fiend against the Demon, but I know from what they're telling us, you know, a few moves that the that the Fiend used with the snapping of the neck, uh, you know, I, yeah, I was against that because you know we do have people out there and we have kids out there who try to you know emulate and try to re redo what all these characters do on on television and to do some move like that you do that the wrong way you kill somebody there's no injuring there's nothing that you're, you're killing somebody so I, I didn't agree with that but besides that man they told a great story in the ring i love that he's using the mandible claw as his uh as his finisher and i think we got reports also from the wwe that we don't know when he's going to reappear again we don't know how they're going to work this out, how the Fiend character is going to be booked. Is it going to be Bray as, you know, Bray normally uh, when he's in a playhouse as a wrestler and then he brings out the Fiend during big matches and big uh, and big feuds? Or he's just going to pop up whenever he wants to pop up and cause mayhem and, and you know, jump into a bigger feud. But I think it's safe to say that the Fiend is probably the hottest thing out right now, you know, uh, the internet was buzzing when he came out. It, it was everything I wanted it to be and more. And I, I can't wait to see what they do with him next. You know, um, 
Uh, I would like for him to take it slow and build up some wins, pop up randomly, scare people, keep us on our on our you know on our toes. I, I think we all are gonna start tuning into both Raw and SmackDown to see when he pops up and how he pops up and on who. I think that's the biggest question we have right now. We all know we we we're probably gonna see Finn as in his next opponent, maybe into a, a a Royal Rumble match or maybe even to a WrestleMania match when we might get the Demon and the Fiend. I think that'll be the climax between that feud, and I would love to see who gets the win on that. But uh, I would like to see who he pops up on next, and um, if you throw Bray into the big title picture right away or into a mid card, or you just let him compact wins and build up momentum and then later on unleash him into a uh, world title picture it's, it's going to be curious to see i would love to see how that all plays out between bray wyatt and uh and the fiend character but uh, it's just it's just been amazing amazing the kind of buzz he's had uh they released a fire a a package on on the wwe shop a uh, a fun a firefly a firefly funhouse package where they i think they only made 500 fiend shirts that came inside the package and they sold out like in minutes and right now they're going on ebay for almost 250 dollars which is fucking crazy you know i wanted to get my hands on it but i actually got there not in time and i'm usually pretty good with shit like that man i'm usually on point i pick <laughs> i'm always there you know johnny on the spot right time right place and picked it up but uh in that moment i i kind of missed out but, you know, just to show some NXT a little bit of love, uh, the Johnny Gargano two out of three falls with the stipulations. Great match. Great match. Let me, let me you know, shout out Johnny with the Wolverine homage in Canada. I think that was a great outfit for such a big match for him. Um, it was amazing to see that steel cage with all those weapons, and they used that cage properly and well. Um, I, you know, I felt like it was it was it was awesome. I still personally feel their first match was the best match out of the entire feud. I know people think the second one was the best match out of the entire feud. In my point of view, I think the first one told the best story. Uh, Johnny getting the win, something that he's been fighting for his whole life. He didn't come here with such high praise and a big signing. He came here as a guy who just popped up to be a jobber, and he took the uh, opportunity by the horns and made something happen. Look at him now, man. Johnny's a household name. And now the only thing is, is when is he going to make his main roster debut? Uh, he took the loss to Adam Cole when they jumped off the top of the case to get it to the table. But, uh, you know, let me shout out Adam Cole also, man. Holy shit, how good is Adam Cole? I mean, he reminds me a lot of Shawn Michaels. I don't know if he reminds you guys of, of Shawn, but he definitely does to me, man. I mean, I think I think Shawn working with these guys in the PC down there has rubbed off on Adam Cole in, in such a great way with his matches and his move sets and everything. Like, he's, he's fucking fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, I just can't wait to see what kind of run he has with the NXT World Championship. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see what, what feuds are for him next. I know a lot of people are guessing here. Maybe Velveteen Dream. You know, I, w- I would like to see, you know possibly roddy turning on the era but i think roddy fits well with the era i want to see the era with all the tag titles um with with the titles you know just to go into the tag titles this is a big spoiler alert guys so if you guys haven't watched this or haven't heard about it uh, you might want to fast forward this on the show but uh nxt tapings the undisputed era became tag champions defeating the street profits uh, I think this just says solidifies everything that the Street Profits are coming up to Raw after all their vignettes that they have 
uh, that they've been doing and popping up on certain promos backstage on Raw. I think this solidifies that they're coming up after, you know, them not dropping uh, NXT TakeOver that night in Canada. I think this solidifies that they're definitely coming up. Johnny, I think eventually he's going to come up too. We just don't know when or how they're going to book that. He might have a goodbye uh, on NXT TV and full sale, uh, at full sale. I think he deserves that more than anybody else. Like I say all the time, Johnny is the top three NXT superstar of all time. Uh, I even got him top two, in my humble opinion. I think the impact he's made and the way he's put that brand and that company on his back is going to be something that we're going to be still talking about for years to come. But um, that also leaves the biggest question mark in, you know, in wrestling. Where does Johnny go? Do you put him on Raw? Do you put him on SmackDown? In, in my humble opinion, guys, I think Johnny should go to SmackDown. I think he'll make a bigger impact there. I think there's a lot of great matches and a lot of people that he's familiar with that he can have some great matches with. Imagine him wrestling Finn Balor or Shinsuke Nakamura or maybe another Aleister Black feud, you know, or throw him against CN again. Why not, you know? Or you want to you wanna really scramble shit up, you know? You can you can have him go uh, go against Daniel Bryan. Like, imagine that shit. You know, holy shit, two guys who built their career off kind of the same kind of way with the same name. That would be fantastic. I think that will be something that we will all be excited to see. But um, at my point of view, I would like to see him there. But I think, you know, eventually I think he ends up on Raw. I think uh, they're missing somebody like Johnny who can hold the mid-card title just like the way somebody will hold a television title and they could be on television every single night defending that belt or being just like DB was, a guy just that's not getting his opportunity, undersized guy who just has great matches with just anybody. It doesn't matter who it is. So that's, you know, that's the 100-pound uh, the gorilla in the room that we're all thinking of where is Johnny going to go and when. But, yeah, like I said, a great weekend, uh, WrestleMania weekend. I give uh, NXT TakeOver out of five. I give it a... I give it a four, solid four. I think it wasn't, it wasn't amazing. It you know it was great. I felt like there was a few matches that could have hit a little bit better, especially the women's world title match. I think Mia Yim kind of you know wasted her opportunity. Um, I felt that match could have been a little bit better. There was a lot of botches, uh, but Shayna retained. I, I don't. Uh, I'm hoping that she comes up anytime soon. I think she's ready to come up, but we gotta wait and see what that's about. Um, but I give it a four out of five. I think it, it lived up to the hype as uh, takeovers always do. Um, SummerSlam uh, out of five, I give it a three point five. I don't think it was horrible, but I don't think it was bad neither. I mean, I don't think it was great, but I don't think it was horrible neither. I think it kind of lukewarm right in the middle. I think a few matches saved it. Uh, the Ricochet match was one of them. You know, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt coming out. That kind of brought some excitement back into the pay-per-view. And then the, the surprise ending. Brock did not retain the Universal title. Seth went on to become, you know, Universal Heavyweight Champ. So it, it, it saved the pay-per-view in my point of view. Um, yeah, AEW. I'll be there for All Out Weekend. I think you guys know that. I'll be heading out not next week, coming up the following week. I'll be leaving on Thursday. So I'm going to have coverage from StarCast 3 for you guys on my uh, on my Instagram page at Nerd Empire Wrestling. So stay tuned to that. I'm going to do a few meet and greets. I'm going to, you know, smuggle around, show you guys the arena, the venue. I, I know I'm sitting VIP uh, for the AEW pay-per-view. So stay tuned to that, guys. Um... I'm definitely going to show you guys everything that I'm going to be doing that weekend. So uh, it's going to be exciting times, man. You know, my, uh, I promised myself that I, if I did All In, I will be there for All Out 2. You know, for All In 2, which All Out is All In 2. I know I said that, you know, kind of 
fucked up, but I'm, I apologize. But, yeah, I'm excited. I, I think the match that I'm really looking for is two matches, of course. I want to see Moxley, Kenny Omega. Like, holy shit. They're going to tear the fucking house down, especially the way Moxley has looked in the G1. I, I think that's going to be a phenomenal match. The ladder match. Like, who's not excited about the ladder match? Lucha Bros against the fucking Bucks in the ladder match. Like, oh, my God. Like, I, I can see it now, man. It's going to be a spot-heavy match with some crazy moves that we've probably never seen before. And I think the third match is, of course, man, we got to mention the AEW Championship match between Hangman Page and Chris Jericho, and who's going to become the first-ever AEW Heavyweight Champ. So I'm really looking forward to that. And, I, and all you guys that know me know how big of a Kenny and Cody fan I am. So I'm also looking forward to seeing Cody in that match. And the hardcore match is going to be another good one, guys. we got three of the probably the most thorough Hardcore, I'm going to call them all legends because I think eventually they're all going to be one of, you know, three of the guys. When you think about hardcore, you know, you're not only going to think, you know, Cactus Jack, uh, you know, Mick Foley and, you know, Do Love and Mankind. You're not, you know, Chainsaw Charlie and, uh, and you know, the, the list goes on. You, you know, you're going to you got Jimmy Havoc. You got Joey Janela. You know, you got Darby Allen. Those guys are going to tear the fucking house down. They're going to put their bodies through some shit. And I'm I'm blessed to see to be there. And all you guys know how big of a Janela, uh, Janela and uh, Jimmy Havoc fan I am. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that all plays out. But, you know, uh, I picked up some new stuff this week uh, from the... Uh, from the elite, uh, elite sets, I picked up the new Johnny Gargano figure, the, the new Demon figure. Uh, I also picked up the EC3 figure. I found me the Ronda Rousey uh, uh, Ultimates figure and the Ultimate Warrior, so I completed that. Uh, those are some of my pickups this week. I, I know you. I, I don't know if you guys saw, but I posted my my Kenny Omega. I've been working on that. I'm almost done with. I got the I got the head sculpt from you know one of the top guys in the game and one of the guys that I look up to when it comes to custom figures, which is my boy Matt Reaper from Figure Giant. Uh, that that really just put that figure over the top. Getting you know grabbing one of those parts uh, from one of the guys that I really respect and that that's uh, that's killing the game out there. So uh, if you guys want to go ahead, check him out, definitely do that. But um, yeah, guys, you know, I, I just want to, you know, I just want to thank, thank you guys for all the support you guys been showing me the last couple months. I know uh, I haven't been consistent, but like I said, I'm going to continue trying to deliver that heat for you guys, giving you guys my thoughts and opinions on what's going out there in the world of uh, pro wrestling. But as usual, guys, I want to hear what you guys think on some of your thoughts and opinions of what's going on out there in the world of pro wrestling. And uh, so we can have some dialogue, some conversation. I love talking to fellow wrestling fans that also uh, have their opinions and what they think certain things should look like or, or what things are not going on that they think should be going on. So, But um, as usual, guys, thank you. God bless. And I will see you guys next week again with that real wrestling talk. Have a great night.